something on my heart and is about what fasting can do and the whole of this is that I've been going through my heart and my spirit and I took it I started learning and reading from the book of Esther how many of you have heard about Esther before let me see. If we've heard the name Esther before, not your sister, not your brother, the one, and not your sister. You know, some men can, they can call some men Esther. Yeah. <laughs> so, Esther was favored by God. And let's look at the Esther chapter. I'll read the four is the one I'm going to take and speak from. Before then, the verse chapter three. The chapter three talked about the promotion of Haman. After, after these things, King Ahasuerus promoted who? Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, and advanced him and set him and set his seat above all the princes who were with him. So he became the top man. This man was promoted good promotion, like a prime minister, like the one who is above all the ministers. So he was promoted, and the king gave him his ring. Okay, let, let's look at it. I think we can read fast. And all the king's servants who were within the king's gate did what? When you are promoted, the way people behave towards you is different. This man used to pass that over there, nobody bowed to him. 
But the day he was promoted, uh, <laughs> all the kings, what? Gate, bowed. All the king's servants who were within the gate, the king's gate bowed and paid homage to Haman. For so the king had commanded concerning him, but Mordecai will not bow or pay homage. There is one man whose constitution is different from the constitution of the people there. So he said, if everybody's going to bow, Haman will not. So let's look at what happened. The king's servant who were within the king's gate said to Mordecai, why do you transgress, transgress the king's command? Now it happened when they spoke to him daily and he would not listen to them that they told it to Haman to see whether Mordecai's words will stand. For Mordecai had told them that he was a Jew. When Haman saw that Mordecai did not bow or pay him homage, Haman was filled with what? Some of, some, some of us, when we have post one, nobody, even when they, 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 they mention your name, they don't add your title. They don't add your title, engineer, uh, uh, engineer, uh, uh, so <laughs> You become furious, and uh, you begin to hate the person. So let's let's see let's see let's see the reaction of the man. But he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone, for they had told him of the people of Mordecai. Instead, Haman sought to destroy what? All what? One man did not respect them, but he generalized the whole thing. That if I hate this person, I must hate all his tribe. If one person does something against a tribe, they generalize it and say all the tribe, they are bad. So that is the attitude of Mordecai. Haman, sorry. Haman, he did not want to then destroy only the one who disobeyed him, but want to add everybody. So let's look at his plans. Haman sought to destroy all the Jews who were, who were throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, the people of Mordecai. Okay, let's look at it. In the first month, it's not they are, the, the Jews' calendar is different from our, our calendar, but we'll take it like ours. So let's take it January because you understand the January. If I take it to April, if I take it to you, you won't, you won't understand it. So the first month, which is the month of Nisan, in the 12th year of King Ahasuerus, 
they cast poll, that is a lot, they cast a lot. Mvoti. Before a man to determine the day and the month. Until it fell on the 12th month, which is the month of Ada. Then Haman said to King Ahasuerus, there is a certain people. Say, there's a certain people. Hmm. <laughs> there's a certain people where? Scattered and dispersed among the people in the provinces of your kingdom. Their laws are what? Their laws are what? The laws that govern everybody doesn't govern them. The disease that kills everybody can't kill them. The things that happen to everybody can't happen to them. This kind of people, their laws is different. <laughs> So, because those laws are different, we will try to destroy them. Therefore, it is not fitting for the king to let them remain. So, let me continue. If it pleases the king, let a decree be written that they be destroyed. And I will do what? Pay 10,000 talent of silver into the hands of those who do the work to bring it into the king's treasures. People are ready to spend money to destroy than to build. Hatred. He said, let us get... The People, we must hire. Let's hire people to kill so that we can pay them. But today, so the king took a signet ring from his hand and gave it to Haman, the son of Hamedatha the Agagite, the enemy of the Jews. And the king said to Haman, the money and the people are given to you to do with them as seems good to you. He's found so great favor before the king or the president that whatever he says, the president wants to do it. So he took advantage that he wanted to destroy the people he hate. Instead of using that to help the citizens, he wanted to destroy. His agenda is to kill and to destroy. And you know the devil also comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Okay, let's continue. Then the king's scribe were called on the 13th day of the first month, and parliament then passed the decree. They made the law written according to the Haman's commandment, to the king's trap, the governors, MCs, <laughs> regional ministers, uh, assemblymen, everyone that 
<laughs> to the setup, the governors, and we're all over the provinces, and to the officials of all peoples, to every province according to its script, and to every people in their language, in the name of King Ahasuerus, it was written, and sealed with the king's signet ring. And the letters were sent by couriers. It's not today that couriers work. <laughs> we should work in those days. <laughs> Into all the world, the provinces, to do what? One, to destroy. Two, to kill. Three, to unheal it. They didn't want to see them alive or any trace of them. This is the work of the devil. Anytime the devil comes into our life, according to Jesus, he said the thief, he come to do nothing but to steal and to kill and to destroy and to kill, steal, and destroy. Kill, steal, and to destroy. And he lit. If you steal, you don't have it again. So he was doing Satan's job for him. And not to kill and to annihilate all the what? One, the Jews. Both what? Young, uh -huh. old, and what? Little children and what? Women in one day. On the 13th day of the 12th month, let's use our decent, 13th December. <laughs> but it's not 13th December, but I'm just saying so that you can understand. Who is the month of Ada? And to, the, and to plunder their possession. It's not only to also plunder their what? Their possessions. Okay, let's continue. I love this. A copy of the document was to be issued as a law in every province, being published for all people that they should be ready for that day. People's life is centered, their mind is centered on the day they will kill somebody. Then couriers went out, hastened by the king's command, and the decree was proclaimed in Shushan, the citadel. Okay, the king and Haman sat down to drink. But the city of Shushan was perplexed. While he did that, he wanted the king, and he knows what to do. He called the king, and they were drinking, and they were laughing. <laughs> and, and listen, while some, and their enemies, when they headed their way, they were all listen, and they were perplexed. Let's look at their reaction. When Mordecai learned all that had happened, I thank God there's a Mordecai. Yeah. When he learned all that have happened, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth, that is a, an ashes mourning. That is the way they mourn, like how we put on black uh, 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 dresses. And went out into the midst of the city. He cried out with a loud voice and bitter cry. 
that one won't solve the problem. He went as far as the front of the king's gate, for no one might come into the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. This guy is breaking all the rules. <laughs> he doesn't know that he was the cause. And in every province where the king's commandment and the decree arrived, there was a great word mourning among the Jews with what? With what? And what? And what? And many lay in sackcloth and ashes. The only weapon they now had was fastened. They were helpless in the hands of the people. So, Mordecai took it upon himself, put on a sackcloth, went to the street, cried, went to the gate, Jubilee House, in front there. <laughs> and the gate men, the security men said, hey, you can't come here with this type of dress. If you. So let's look at it. They went and told. So Esther made and so Esther's maid and Enoch came and told her, and the queen was deeply distressed. Then she sent garment to clothe Mordecai and take his sackcloth away from him but he will not accept them. Esther was a queen living in the comfort of the palace. Is not aware of what is happening outside. Sometimes you can be in the country and not feel what is happening. Sometimes you can be in your family and not feel what is happening to other people. Sometimes you can be in a church and not feel what is happening. Right. You are in your comfort zone. No demon attacks you. Everything is going on well for you. So you don't, you don't feel. When people say, hey, the battle is hard, you say, oh, yeah, everything is soft. Esther, it wasn't his fault, but because of the environment and where he is. Some of you have got good jobs, so you don't feel for the poor. You don't think there's something going on unemployment. You don't even have to pray before you eat, because food is always available. Esther, when he had it, he felt very bad because uh, their relation, uh, I think cousin or what? Yeah, they're cousins. And it was this man who helped him. I think Esther lost all the, the family, the parents, and he took him up like a, this, her, her up. Like a daughter until she became a queen. Now Esther is enjoying that. And he's outside. 
Esther felt to go and give this dress before the king hears it and something happened to my uncle. They went and said, no, I am not going to take it. The Esther then asked, what would then let my uncle behave like this? Then Esther called Hattach and one of the king's Enoch, whom he had appointed to attend her, and she gave him a command, her, him a command concerning Mordecai to learn what and why this was. So Mordecai was bringing a message. Esther didn't understand the message. So tell us why. And so Hattach went out to Mordecai in the city square that was in the front, in front of the king's gate. And Mordecai told him all that had happened to him and the sum of money that Haman had promised to pay into the king's treasures to destroy the Jews. The same way they promised Judas that money to kill Jesus. The same way Haman also promised the king just to destroy the Jews. That he might show he also gave him a copy of the written word decree for their destruction. Thank God. It's not only these days that people intercept things. He also intercepted the, some of the, one of the decrees. Put it. I said, Esther, pass it to Esther. And let Esther read it. Sent it to Esther. So he also gave him one of the decrees for which is uh, uh, written decree for their destruction, which was given at Shushan that he might show it to Esther. And what? And explain it to her. You can see it, but not have the explanation. Understanding. So explain so that he will understand the seriousness of, she will understand the seriousness of those things. Okay, let's look at Esther. Queen Esther. Oh, let, and that he might command her to go into the king to make supplication to him and plead before him for her people. So Hattach returned and told Esther the word of the words of what? Mordecai. Look, look, look at what. Then Esther spoke to Hattach and gave him a command for Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's province know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has but one law, not two. There's no way you can escape. There's one law. Put all to death. If you come in that place when you are not called, there's only one law. You must die. And they respect the law so much that it doesn't matter whether it's your mother or your, your, your wife. So Esther understands the laws and says, hey, tell him this is not the time for me to go to the king. <laughs> so 
anybody who goes there will be put to death, except the one to whom the king holds out the scepter, uh, the golden scepter, that he may live. Yet I myself, yet what? I myself have not been called to go into the king these 30 days. 30 days on corner now. Nana say, on friend. Dear police, Nana. Say, me myself, I've not been called. So how can I go there? Look at what Mordecai told him. I thank God for Mordecai. They need to be some Mordecaiers. So they told Mordecai Esther's words. It's, it simply means that Mordecai, there's nothing I can do. That is a nice way of telling somebody who has helped you. Within the circumstances, Mordecai, my hands are tired, I can't do anything. And Mordecai told them to answer his, he gave him an answer, go back to Esther. That this is what you must tell him. Esther, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, Christians, if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. As for God, he has the power to deliver. If you are in a position to help and you think because you are in that position, you can help. If God wants to help, he will still help. But... He just wants to use you as a channel to become the blessing. If you are the one that can do that thing, that can help that person, and you say, oh, I won't do anything, help will come. Amen. Tell somebody help will come. Amen. Deliverance will surely come. He's very sure deliverance will come. Because there's nothing impossible to that God. Decrees of men are subject to decrees of God. He said, yes, Esther, you are in that position. But don't think, if you want to save your life, you are comfortable in the palace, and you are comfortable there. Don't think that if these people die, you will be safe. What I am asking for is not only for the Jews, but for your own life. Most of us, when we are raised to a certain point, we forget that God placed us there for a purpose. If we are the people that, the one that can bring that help, sometimes you say, oh, if I don't do it, nobody can do it. 
Wait and see. If God could use a donkey, I say what? To prophesy to a prophet, not to an ordinary person, but to what? Then you should know. <laughs> At that time when he was going, the prophet think there's no human being around. So who else can God use to talk to that prophet? But if he could use a donkey, then you, what else can he use you for? So Esther, he said, for if you remain completely silent at this time, relief, relief and what? And deliverance will arise for what? The Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Hey, yet who knows? Who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Who knows? Who knows whether you have been called as a Christian and placed in that place? at such a time like this. Who knows the reason why you were promoted? Who knows the reason why that thing came to you? Who knows the reason why you have got that influence? Whatever God gives to you, whatever position God places you, you are a servant of God there. Amen. You are a minister of God there. Amen. There's a reason why God put people at places at certain times. So when you are at a place, remember that it is God who put me here for a reason. God, what is the purpose that you put me here? Why did you give me this? Why did you raise me? Why did you do this to me? Find a reason. It's not only for yourself, but for mankind. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai. He was sent, and Mordecai was sending a message back. This is WhatsApp. This is he WhatsApp. He WhatsApp, and Mordecai WhatsApp, WhatsApp again. Mordecai WhatsApp. Then he will make a smile and say he, he put a sign there. <laughs> so that was what was happening. <laughs> so. <laughs> So he sent another. Uh, he sent another WhatsApp. Then, 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 then uh, Esther. Then Esther. Then WhatsApp. But say, go, gather all what the Jews who are present in where in Susha, and fast for me. Neither eat nor he said do what. Say fast, fast. Fast for me. Neither eat what? Nor drink. Huh? For three days. So I can advise you 
proper fasting without water should not be more than three days. Unless it's a divine uh, instruction. That one, you're walking by divine, you won't die. But if it's not divine, <laughs> now I'm advising you. I'm just, I'm just giving you guidelines. Uh, but what we are doing is actually we are. We skip breakfast and lunch. That's all. Oh. You've moved your night fast into the day. That's why you break your fast in the morning. Because from night, even when you eat, you didn't eat, uh, then you break your fast in the evening. So, he said, let them fast. This one is not chiribia. It is. <laughs> we call it clearly dry. <laughs> this one is called a dry fasting. <laughs> That's why we call it dry fasting. I think I went to the UK, some place, we were fasting. I think they were fasting. And the people were taking tea. I said, I! I said, this kind of fast, I can fast it for 20, for, for one year, non-stop. <laughs> a good man. Eh? They were taking, I said, addition, this fasting, what you are taking as this thing, that is what we take for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they fast with tea. We have different type of fasting. This is one kind of fasting that is uh, without water, without food. The other fast is without food. The other fast, like what uh, Daniel did, that is uh, vegetables and without uh, any sumptuous. Uh, uh, listen, uh, it's all fast. Just just cutting yourself off from some comfort of eating. That is what. Fasting simply me. I, ho I hope you got me. Yes. Yeah. So in our sense, some of you, you, you cut yourself from something, but you are still taking some vegetables. So, <laughs> so you are self-fasting with us. So I understand. So this one, he said, this serious matter. Three days. Go and declare. Nobody should eat. Everybody should fast. So we have what we call Individual fasting, and we have got what we call corporate fasting. And this one is a corporate one, like we are, what we are doing now. And in the corporate fast, you have one agenda. You have one goal. You have something you want to get. We must have a certain vision, a certain dream, what we want to arrive at. There, there, there is something. For the reason why they are fasting is not just there. It's a fasting. Uh, they just want to fast, and they are fasting. No, when they become, they become ritual. There's a goal. You want to, that's why I put it, power. We want to come out more powerfully within us, strengthened spiritually, because we be, becoming a very, uh, uh, the power of God to endure us, that is what we are asking for. That after you finish, you should move into greater power than before. You should be able to drive away the witches in your village. Yes. 
Do you need to call pastor? <laughs> Hallelujah. <Yes>. So, <laughs> I hope you're getting me. So there was a corporate a reason. And he said, go and tell them. Let's look at go gather all the Jews who are present in Susan and fast for me. Fast for who? Esther. Because I'm going to do some dangerous, I'm going to take some dangerous move. I'm going to risk my life for them. But with their fasting, we know the God which we serve will preserve me. Okay? When that God opened that door, the king cannot kill me. He will by all means save my life. So what I need is God's intervention. So you people go for three days, go and fast. Then I will move in the power of the Holy Spirit and it will subject everything under me. So let's look at what happened. I hope I'm not boring you. Neither eat nor drink in three days, night or day. Hey, that's where the stomach begins to sing music. Oh, 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 That's where, after the third day, when we call prayer meeting, that's where you see those men. You see, Shalababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababab
So the king of kings, when he decrees, it doesn't matter what they call lawless here. His laws supersede those ones. That is what I'm praying for. So pray and fast. I am going. I know natural laws, this is what it must happen. But when you get beyond that law, there's a one who is a lawgiver. He is God. He's going to give another law. And he will give me favor and to go around this law. And I will live. So I'm going to take venture. So let's look. And I, and if I perish, I perish. I don't now count my life again. First she was counting her life, but at the point when you should get to a place as a Christian and not allow people to threaten you with death. We should put our life down. If we know something is good, don't let anybody threaten you. Don't let anything put you under fear. Say, if I perish, I perish. I am taking a venture. I'm moving according to God's will. And I don't care what happens to me. This is what God has told me. So I am going to go. So there was an action. Anytime you fast, there should also be an action. So she took a step of faith and moved on. And let's look at the step of faith. So Mordecai went his way and did according to what? All that Esther commanded him. That is what will make the work a thing work. Now it happened on the third day that what? Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court. It happened when? How many did they fast? Break down this building. And the third day, I will raise it up again. The third day will come. The third day will come. The day of resurrection, the day of power, the day of strength. On the third day, the tomb can no longer hold him. So I'm going to move. The laws of the land can no longer hold her. So on the third day, look at what? That Esther put on her royal robes, robes, stood in the inner court of the king's palace, across the king's house, while the king sat on his royal throne in the royal house, facing the entrance of the house. So it was when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court that she found what? She found what? She found what? Fasting can bring favor to you. And I believe that as we fast by the end of this 40 days, may you find favor. Everywhere you go, may favor follow you. May you find favor before your bosses. May you find favor before whatever you're seeking for. May you find favor everywhere you go. May members of this church find 
favor. Maybe one day I'll talk about the one who has got favor. When you find favor, what people take many days to do, you don't struggle. Things chase you. Before you open your mouth, it's inside. Before you even think about the thing, they've given you more than what you want. That's what I call favor. 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 Favor upon your life. Favor upon your children. Favor upon whatever you do. Favor upon your health. Favor upon all your desires that you need. Favor unto you. Favor. Then Esther, I thank God that she found favor in the sight of the king. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Ha! Anytime it is lifted, it simply means grace has come. Amen. Then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. Look at what then happened. It's not only touching. Then, favor had come to. Fasting had changed things. And the king said to her, she didn't ask her, the king to know. The king said to her, what do you wish in your fasting? What do you wish? I am bringing this question to you. You've now gone to the king now. God have lifted the golden scepter. He's asking you, what do you wish? Look at what he said. He did not end there. What is your request? It shall be, the woman having said anything. And the guy started just like, when you fall in love with a woman, Sometimes you give promises before you think about the promise you gave. <laughs> what is your request? It shall be given to you up to half the kingdom. In reality, the king is saying, I, am, I can make you an equal ruler. If somebody gives you half of his kingdom, it means you have the same powers as he has. Because it is divided into two. His is not more than yours. Look, I am going, I can give you half of the kingdom. He didn't even think about what he said, but he said it. Like some of you, you promise. When we're going to prom, propose, 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 uh, propose to the lady, we promise, promise him a car. Meanwhile, you don't have a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
So look at what Esther. So Esther answered, if it pleases the king, let the king and Haman come today to the banquet that I have prepared for him. Now, she's also got her strategy. She's, she's planning her strategy too. He said, King, I want you to bring Haman with you, two of, three of us, to a banquet. I'm going to prepare for you. And Haman, so stupid, thought that it was promotion. <laughs> then the king said, bring, bring Haman quickly, that he may do as Esther has said. Now, Esther's word now supersedes the word of Haman. So Haman now is in the hand of Esther. <laughs> so the king and Haman went to the banquet that Esther had prepared. And he did it for how many days? Uh, did again. Uh, at the banquet of the wine, the king said to Esther, what is your petition? Some of you drink small. You talk bad, you talk plenty. <laughs> there are some people, if you want to hear any secret from them, just give them small alcohol. They will talk, ah. They will lose their brain. <laughs> you understand me? I said, when you were an unbeliever. Yeah. <laughs> So he started when he finished. He started he, 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 before Haman. He said, "What is your petition? It shall be granted you. What is your request? Up to half what the kingdom it shall be done. The first one is between Esther and the king. Now God want to bring a witness." <laughs> So he said it. Maybe I don't know how Haman felt. But, so look at what she said. The king did. He said the same thing. He repeated. Then Esther answered and said, "My petition and my request is this: They must come to a banquet again. If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, then let the king and Haman come to the banquet." which I will prepare for them. And tomorrow, I will do as the king had said. Now, I will bring my request after uh, the second banquet. When, when you finish eating. So, when, when, you know women, when we finish eating, uh, your wife cooked the best food and you finish eating. Your prophecy comes. See, what do need here? Wow, the best woman in the world. I don't send me to pa. Abi. I didn't say somebody's called Abna. So. <laughs> this is not him, it's Mordecai. <laughs> okay. So Haman went out that day 
joyful and with a glad heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, and that he did not stand or tremble before him, he was filled with indignation against Mordecai. Oh, I haven't finished. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself. Now, a person called so he restrained himself. And he remembered that uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> the, uh, he's a minister, so he can't fight in public. <laughs> so he restrained himself and went home. And he went and called for his friend and his wife, Zeresh. This, all his agenda is Mordecai. Then Haman told them of his great riches. He told them of his word. The multitude of his children. He said, Everything in which the king had promoted him. And how he had advanced him above the officials and servants of the king. Is there? My friend and my wife, today, if the king is not there, I'm the one. Moreover, Haman said, besides Queen, besides Queen Esther invited no one but me to come in with the king to the banquet that she prepared. And tomorrow I am again invited by her along with the king. But listen, yet all this availed me what? Nothing. So long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Some of you will get everything. You are hated for somebody, doesn't make you happy. It's not make. Look, God has given you everything, but because you hate somebody, you, are, you don't enjoy. He said, Look, even though I've been promoted, I've got all this, but anytime I see this Mordecai, he spreads my day. Some of you have got hated for somebody like that. He is a thorn in your flesh. The guy hasn't said anything. He's never insulted uh, uh, Mordecai. It's just that he said, you, I won't bow to you. That one, <laughs> it doesn't take away your post. You are still who you are. I see insecurity in Haman. All the time you've got somebody who is insecure, make him whatever he is, he will still become insecure. Let him have all the money in the world. He will still become insecure. Hey, let him marry all the beautiful women in the world. He will still become insecure. Let him marry all the, beautiful, the handsome men in the world. Hey, raise him and make him a president. He's still insecure. He said, I don't feel, I'm beside all, you see, all the things, 
unless this guy is taken away, my post means nothing. What the money means nothing. Why should you waste your time on one man? And all your joy. He's, he's developing hypertension because of Mordecai, who you've already planned to kill them. Why should you get yourself worried? 13 December will come. <laughs> okay. Then his wife, Zeres, and all his friends said to him, Let a gallows. You see how the advice they are giving. <laughs> Let what? A gallows be made. 50 what? Don't make it small. So that when the person falls, even if the rope doesn't kill him, by the time he gets to the ground, the ground he should die. <laughs> so he can't escape that one. 50 cubit what? High. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah. And in the morning, suggest to the king that Mordecai be hanged on it. Then go merrily with the king to the banquet. And the thing pleased him. So he had the gallows made. He said, kill that man before you go to the banquet so you can enjoy the banquet. While he was planning and he did all this, God was also at work. Well, when people fast, God works for them. He did not know that Mordecai had fasted to a higher God and God is at work already. How? Look. Let's, let's look at what happened. Oh, I love it. That night, say that night. That before night. the morning which he would suggest for the king to be, to do all this in, that night, God said, king, I will go, I will come. God went before him. He was going to go in the morning, but God went in the night. God will go before your enemy. Amen. That night, something happened. That night, the king could not sleep. God wanted to speak with the king. So he said, king, I won't let the next morning come. This night, I must speak to you. The king wanted to sleep. He could not sleep. So, unusual of the king, he should have asked people to come and sing music and this is so that uh, entertaining. He said, so one was commanded to bring the book of the records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. They have to read it until it gets to a place where Mordecai did something. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bigdana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, the doorkeepers, who had sought to lay hands on the king Ahasuerus. They had wanted to assassinate the king. And Mordecai caught their plans and told the king and saved the life of the king. But Let's look at it. Then the king said, what honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? And the king's servant who asked, attended 
him said, nothing has been done for him. Sometimes you can do something, people have forgotten about you, nobody wanted you for it, there is a day God will remember you. Mordecai never kept that thing in his heart. I said, look, look at all that I have done. The king doesn't care. Nobody gave me anything. You know, sometimes we complain. We've served God in the house of the Lord. I've been ushering all the time. I haven't known nobody recognize me. Pastor Grant can say, well, why are they? <laughs> Don't worry. There's a night. A night that God himself will remember. If men fail to reward you, it is an opportunity for God to come to your aid and to reward you. And the reward of God is better than the reward of men. Imagine if he was rewarded. What else would they reward him with? What did they do for Mordecai? They said, nothing. What have they done for you for living right? They said, nothing. Your reward is coming. What have you received? After fasting for many years, nothing. That night has come. The night of remembrance. It is our night of remembrance. What we have done, what we have lived, what we have suffered for, and never saw any fruit out of it, God will remember us. I'm prophesying to you. Some of us felt we have been forgotten. Some of us said, God, where are you, Graham? God, where are you? He's there. King, where are you? I've helped you. You are asking, if God is there, why am I going through this? He, I seem to have been forgotten. Let me tell you, you are a very good candidate for the best reward, the best award in life. So God will reward you people. Say, prophet, I've, I've given offering and I haven't said it. God is going. Now, the book of remembrance is being opened. Until they find your name, they will, the king will never sleep. God will not let you sleep until he gets your point. When he gets your point, they will pause. What had been done? And after all, they, they, would, they, would, they should have read, they were reading it. There were people who did some things. He never asked anything about them. But he got here. He said, mm. The Holy Spirit said, This is where I want you to get. This is what I want to tell you. He said, What had been done for that man? They said, Nothing. Hey! So you can be a king and not know what is happening on the ground. Sometimes, your ministers, your people, your leaders will not let you know. They will downplay some things and what they want it to go high before your eyes, that's what they'll show. 
And that is exactly what happened. Oh, this Jew. And so what? Kokonsani. Mordecai, one man, BNI. <laughs> one man did a whole uni job. And nobody recognized or rewarded him. You might have done something, something great. Some of you might have lived some kind of good life and right life. And even something living the right life, you lose your job. Failing to compromise alone when you are among the demons. Demon-infected people. They don't like writing. Your boss don't like you because you stand upright. Today, a book of remembrance God will remember us. Yeah. Will remember this church. Yeah. Will remember this nation. Yeah. Will remember this continent. Yeah. What have been done for Africa? Nothing. What have been done for Ghana? Nothing. What have been done for these people? Nothing. Today, the book of remembrance is being right. Is your name in it? Yes. Then you'll get your reward. Amen. Finally, let me finish the final part. Then you're gone. So the king said, after I finish, so the king said, who is in the court? Now, a man had just entered the outer court of the king's palace uh, to suggest that the king hang what? Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. He didn't know that God had gone. It's too late. Tell the devil that it's too late. Satan was late. <laughs> you see, God, I, I, when you read this, you see the hand of God. You see how God, wise God is. You see how powerful God is. While the man thought he was planning, God had gone ahead of him far. That morning, he came there purposely for Mordecai to be executed. And he's already prepared the gallows. Ready. Bumba. Ready to kill. And he came in the morning and he knows that there's no way the king will say no. Sometimes you have a friend, you know you can control his mind. He thought he has control over the man's emotion, over the man's everything. He thinks he has total control, but he doesn't know that God has control over the man more than himself. Yeah. It doesn't matter how wicked the person is. God, who has control over the heart of man, the mind of man, when he comes in, look, God will supersede man's ways. Yeah. So he entered there. And look at what he said. I'll let you go and read the rest. The king's servant said to him, Haman is here, standing in the court. And the king said, let him come in. Nenyanji. I said, ha, 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 So Haman came in, and the king asked him, what shall be done? You know what God, the king asked? He didn't allow Haman to speak. 
he first threw a question to Haman. And Haman stupidly thought he was the one. <laughs> so that God will make you, <laughs> he will take your wisdom and make you stupid. What shall be done for the man who, whom the king delight to honor? Now Haman thought in his heart, what, whom will the king delight to honor more than me? Is he his thought? So once it is he, he's going to prescribe <laughs> something that <laughs> Thank you. Calm down. Some say, oh God, stay up there. Say, God, calm down here. That is my prayer. I don't ask him to stay there. I want him to be with me here. So, <laughs> and Haman answered the king, for the man whom the king delight to honor, Let a royal robe be brought which the king has worn. You see the insecurity? This guy wants to be equal with the king. Open post. The royal robe which the king has worn. Uh huh. And a horse on which. The king has what? Reading. Which has a royal crest placed on its head. That is, you see the president car. Ha! <laughs> <Hey>! Akwawe. <laughs> well, he has appointed himself as vice president. <laughs> if nobody appointed me, I will appoint myself. In other words, Keep make me your vice president. And let me go through the town for people to know that I am. Then let this rope and this horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes. That he may array the man whom the king delight to honor. Then parade him on a horseback through the city square and proclaim before him that shall it be done to the man whom the king delight to honor. He was prescribing something for himself. He didn't know the one that he hated, the one that he wanted to destroy, he's the one he's prescribing those things for. Let me tell you, let your enemy plan. Look, that plan, they will carry it themselves. Yeah. <laughs> then the king said to Haman, Harry, take the rope and the horse, as you have suggested, and do so for Mordecai, the Jew. Oh, God. 
the tables have turned. God! It was not the king who even suggested the thing. It is a he. <laughs> Let me stop here. <laughs> Let's continue on the 14 for your sake. Uh, then, then we'll close up. Then the king said to Haman, Harry, take the rope and the horse, as you have suggested, and do so for Mordecai the Jew, who sit within the king's gate. Leave nothing undone of all that you have spoken. Wow. Nothing will be learned, left undone concerning your life. The enemy cannot stop you. This is God's command. That whatever honor he wants to do to you, nothing will be left undone. It will all be done exactly as it has been suggested. Continue, briefly. So Haman took the rope and the horse, <laughs> arrayed Mordecai, hey, <laughs> and led him on horseback through the city square and proclaimed before him, that shall it be done to the man whom the king delight to honor. I don't know how. I don't know how he managed to say it. <laughs> I don't know how he managed to say it. He was saying it out of pain, out of dejection. Now his sorrows have multiplied. He should have left Mordecai alone. Uh, finally, I think to 14 day I'll And after Mordecai went back to the king's gate, but Haman hurried to the house, mourning with his head covered. The person who thought he's too no, he, he, he has all what it takes. Now he's holding a horse and, and now bowing before a, before a great man. Deflated the ego of Haman. He reduced Haman from where he is to carrying a gate man. <laughs> okay. When Haman told his, his wife Zeresh and all his friends everything that had happened to him, his wife. His wise men, so he's got wise men too. And he should have brought the wise men first when he was asking for advice. And his wife, Zeresh, said to him, if Mordecai 
before whom <laughs> if Mordecai before whom what you have begun to fall is of the Jewish descent you will not prevail against him but will surely fall before him God used his own wife the Christians before whom you started falling. Hey! These people, they are some kind of people. Then you are finished. I now understand why they hate them. People hate you because of what you have. Sometimes we who have that thing, we don't know we have it. People hate you because of the Christ in you. But you yourself don't know the power of Christ that lives in you. Finally, while they were still talking with him, the king's Enoch came and hastened to bring Haman to the banquet which Esther had prepared. This one, he didn't come home. <laughs> now, Brabidi. <laughs> Then he knows that now I'm in trouble. <laughs> Eventually, go and read the rest. Your assignment. And let's see what happened. Amen. Amen. Eventually, what he prepared for. No, every plan he did for Mordecai, he was doing for himself. He himself was what? Hanged. In the same gallows, he, he uses energy and money to prepare. Your enemies. Thus say the Lord, that shall it be to anyone who seeks to destroy your life. Thus say the Lord, to anyone who seeks to fight against your progress in life. This is the word of the Lord unto you. Don't be afraid. God shall be on your side. Your favor, day of favor and day of remembrance has come. Say the Lord unto you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I, I hope the story I read, I didn't say anything, but I just read the Bible to you. And gave you the picture of the Bible. And I hope we are all edified. There's no reason why you should fear any enemy when you have God. I say what? And there's no reason you should complain if you don't see anything happening in your life. Mordecai never complained. But when that day came, the Lord himself. And the same thing is going to happen to you. Your day of remembrance is just at hand. And when that day comes, the tables are going to turn. And you are going to be the, the focus of everyone. Your enemy will suggest good things for you. 
Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. We have come with